When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kalashaw, Dennis Johnson. Dennis Johnson, there we go. That's a Hall of Fame style on the right side of the paddle there. New first place team in the American League. Oh, yeah. A new mustache atop Ooh. the strikeout list. And the World Cup starts tonight for the U.S. Women's National Team. Three peaks. Let's go. Here we go. 13 to nothing they're going tonight. No team has ever repeated at the World Cup. It's one of the many plot lines as the U.S. women's national team begins that pursuit tonight in Auckland. USA versus a Vietnam team making their first cup appearance four hours from now. That's 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. That's what we used to always say, 9 8 Central. No one ever said 7 Mountain, 6 Pacific. I say it right here. This U.S. roster, familiar faces, of course, and some fresh and new faces. Health always key, Megan Rapino, Rose Lavelle will be on minutes restrictions to start this tournament. The team's record over this last year, 11 wins, three losses. So, expectations, pressure points, and X-factors as the World Cup begins for the national team around the horn to Bill Plaschke. As the only one of these panelists who was there in 99 when Brandy Chastain took off her shirt, I have some expertise in this matter. And oh. the U.S. has lost four World Cup games in eight World Cups, four out of 50 games, the 80% winning percentage. They haven't lost a World Cup game since 2011. They should be heavily favored. However, I'm here to tell you they're not going to win this year. It's not happening for the U.S. women's team. They have 14 new players. That's the biggest turnover ever on a women's World Cup team. They're missing their leading scorer. They're missing their player with the most uh, international appearances. They have a coach that blew it in, uh, at, in Tokyo. They got a bronze medal in Tokyo. And last fall, they lost to England, Germany, and Spain three games in a row. Those are the three top contenders. This team is just too young, too much change going on. They're not going to win it. And there it is, your jingo uh, preview here from Bill Plaschke. Well, Bill, let me just get back to you for a second, okay? Because you're talking about how the team has looked over the last year and the turnover that they have. But the idea right. that they've won nine straight since those three losses. But those were the three big games that they had to win. Those are the three top teams. Mm -hmm. And they lost three in a row. And, uh, again, the coach, you know, we, we don't know how he's going to coach in this in this situation too many unknowns here tim kalashaw you're you're known and we turn to you now <laughs> you know i think plasky's on to something i mean he should be he's been going to these games for 24 years apparently um i do think we have reached a point where it's no longer the slam dunk it's no longer usa heavy favorite and huge upset if somebody takes them down we know that world was going to change over time we know the u.s had a huge running start in basketball and soccer, thanks to Title IX, compared to other countries around the world. And for the last 10 or 20 years, some are starting to gain ground. And as Bill said, the best three best teams from Europe all beat the USA 
last year. I, you know, I think USA team can overcome that, but that is a boost for those teams if and when they play them uh, in this cup. They're not as strong in goalkeeper as they used to be when they had a Hope Solo there forever. I just think yeah. there are enough, there's enough fragility about this team that they, I'm not saying like Plasky calling it over, but I'm just okay. saying he, I, I think they're beatable. <laughs> he sounded right. like he was calling it over. I, I, I just think I the listen there has been in the net for World Cup before, too. They're not rough at the goalkeeper position, per se. David Dennis Jr., I turn to you. Yeah, this is going to be t uh, their toughest road, but that's how three-peats work. If you look at any three-peat mm -hmm. in any sport mm -hmm. in history, yeah. the third time is always the hardest, uh, the hardest road to get there. Yes, they're younger. They only have nine players from when they last... Uh, won the World Cup, but, but look at these young players they have. Sophia Smith, Naomi Gurman, these are studs at these positions. No, they're not as dominant, but they have not trailed in the World Cup since 2011. They've outscored their opponents by 100 goals throughout this entire run. They're 18-1-1 one, one in their you know group alone. This is still the cream of the crop. This is the team to beat. Yes, the margin of error is going to be a little bit lower, but they are going to win. And Martenzie Johnson. Yeah, I'm hearing what everyone's saying, but I just got to roll with USA. Where's the team spirit in all of this? I believe that we're the best at everything. We're the best in soccer. We're the best in tennis. We're the best in everything. So we got to root for this team. Like we are said, uh, they've won two in a row. Only four teams, men and women, have ever done that. So they're already great in that regard. They're going for number three. No team has ever done that before. Now, granted, half the team, or actually more than half the team, is new to the World Cup. But that being said, these new players are not scrubs. David just mentioned all these players. They're rookies of the year. They're defensive players of the year. They're all-stars. They're all of the above. Now, again, they don't have that necessary experience, but they still have two players in particular, one being Megan Rapino, who is coming off the bench, so she's not going to be as useful as she used to, at least not on the field, but in a leadership capacity. And then they have someone called Alex Morgan. And we had a story on ESPN.com from John Arnold the other day, and this woman is treated like Debo by the rest of the soccer community because she can score at will whenever she mm. wants to. So until I mm. see something from England... Australia, um, the Netherlands, who also have injuries and are missing people as well. I'm going Team USA. Lashka, I'll let you back in. Yeah, Martinez, it's not like we're not cheering for USA. I'm definitely cheering for USA. This is a patriotic thing. You're saying there's a difference between expectation because of sustained success and reality right now. The reality, I'm cheering the for the reality is. Where, hey, the playing field has gotten a lot closer to even, but you're talking about how there's, you know, so much turnover with the team. You know, bring in Trinity Rodman, is that a bad thing? One of the great, Alyssa Thompson, one of the great young faces. So you do have a mix of established players and newer players, Plasky. Yes, you, you have a mix, but again, the veterans, their leading scorer, Mallory Swanson's not there. Becky Sauerbrunn's not there. The, the, the heart of this team is not there. Julie Ertz now back to playing after 20 months away after the birth of a child. Sophia Smith, an emerging talent. This is one of the great things about the World Cup. You learn and, and meet new stars, and they, they knock it out of the park in some ways, and that's maybe what this team needs more than they have in the past, someone to really step up. We'll take a, take a pause on this. USA-Vietnam tonight in about four hours. Talk baseball now. Orioles four, Rays three. Baltimore turning the 10th inning game-ending double play, and that is how first place turns in the American League East for the first time all year. Tampa had that perfect start and the big lead. They're under 500 over their last 61 games. Repeat, 
30 and 31 over the last two months. And now these Orioles, so young and clutch. You got to look at a couple during All-Star Weekend in the game. Leading the world in comeback wins. Three more games in Tampa this weekend, Tim. Is this more about Baltimore or Tampa right now? And who you got first for the long term? Uh, it's got to be first. It's got to be a little bit about Tampa Bay because they just got to Baltimore having been swept here in Arlington by the Rangers. Not to make this about mm, the Rangers. It sounds like you're making this about the Rangers. Best, okay. Oh, second go. best record here in the League behind you're the wrong. Orioles. You're not Very wrong. Very close. Let's not, forget, let's not forget what they're doing. But uh, the Rays... Since those days of being 30 and 9, I mean, they've been a sub 500 team since then for a long time. They took off at the beginning of the year. Guys like Josh Lowe, Yandy Diaz, some good hitters, but they were, they were leading the league in slugging percentage. That was going to come down at some point. Uh, so they, that has come back to reality. The Orioles are just fun. They got so many rookies and young guys from Rutschmann to Westburg, Colton Kowser. They could call up more. Heston Kirstad was the number two overall pick from Arkansas a few years ago. He's. He's hitting in, in the minors. Listen, he may join the fun. Listen to Tim. I don't know if they have the pitching. I don't know if they have the pitching, but I, I think Toronto will get in the mix. I don't think Tampa Bay is going to hang in there. Almost sound like you were on the Orioles beat report there with all that Baltimore knowledge you were dropping. Yes. David Dennis Jr. on this particular Tampa-Baltimore head-to-head. Who you got? I'm going with Baltimore. Tampa is a dumpster fire after starting 30 and 9 this season. As you mentioned, at 30 and 31 cents below uh, 500, which would put them at the bottom of their division. They have the worst uh, time for the worst record in this month. They look like they are struggling. This could be that that series that sort of puts them even further on that downward spiral. But I want to also talk about Baltimore and what they've done. This is the culmination of that rebuild mm -hmm. since they traded Machado a few years ago. And even though, you know, I don't think that they're going to win the World Series necessarily this year, their, you know, average age on that roster is 28. And they have this farm system of pitchers that are coming up that this can be, you know, something that leads to an upturn for the next few years. Now, if they want to try to push the button for this year, they do have those farm players. There's this guy in, in, in California who may be on a rental. They can try to, you know, get Otani over there. Then maybe we can talk this There year. we go. Sure I was that, waiting for somebody table. to go. I, I was thinking it might be, you know, from the starting pitcher position. But, of course, Otani's from the starting pitcher position as well. Uh, so if you're Baltimore, you'd make a move at the deadline to try to win right now, even with a team that is so young and fun and full of potential. Absolutely. It is Otani. Like, this, there, there is no price that is too big for this guy. And Baltimore has enough, enough young players in that farm system that they can get rid of some of them and still have a future to build on. Martenzi Johnson. Yeah, I'm not going to be the one to argue against your team tra uh, trading for Shohei Otani. <laughs> but I will say the Baltimore Orioles are a better team than the Los Angeles Angels. So maybe just keep intact what you have here. They won 10 of 12. Their bullpen is one of the best mm -hmm. in the majors. Highlighted by Felix Bautista, who last night was just slinging it at the end. 0.96 uh, ERA uh, with 91 strikeouts. Um, they're, they're, you could talk about the Rays and, and their slide, but I think the more important story is what's up and coming for the Orioles. We saw what they were as recently as, what, three years ago? All those losses. It, it's a cliche in sports that you say you have to lose before you win. All these losses, I have to say, it's time for them to win. So mm -hmm. I got Baltimore mm -hmm. over Tampa here. Did you just say in order to win games, you have to lose games? This is like a reverse J.A. Adonde. You're, you're blowing you my talk mind about the here. Milwaukee Bucks, they had to lose twice to win, Tony. If I mute Adonde for saying that, that means I have to reward you for saying the opposite. 
Bill Plasky, go ahead. Now, so if you did mute Kalashoff talking about the Rangers, mm. I can talk about the Dodgers, oh, who wait, are going to beat wait, the wait, Rangers wait, wait. in a three-game series <laughs> this weekend <laughs> in Texas with Kalashoff watching. I I'm calling it right now, Ken. That series is over. Dodgers win the series this weekend. Okay, go ahead. As far as the Orioles are concerned, they're a really fun young team. But the starting pitching ranks 18th in, in baseball. They need a starting pitcher. 4.57 ERA. I see him going up north and getting Scherzer or Verlander. Those are, you know, they need somebody like that. I think Otani's going to be too much for them. But I think they can get a, a good veteran starting pitcher. They have to, because they're a great young team. They take the extra base. They play great defense. They're well managed. They're, they're exciting, they're inspiring, but they need starting pitching. When they started yeah. this rebuild, they really bottomed out payroll-wise in addition to a lot of other things. You're talking about Scherzer and Verlander. They're both due $43 million next year. $40 million. So I, it comes, know, I know. Well, how much would the Mets be willing to pay to part with one of those guys if the Mets sell? I, but, I mean, that's the type of move that shows that you want to win right now. You think it's available right. to you right now. And why wouldn't you think that if you're knocking out you know, the American League East right now after being down by 10 games at one point? Now they're already in first. It's still not even August. Love them O's in different area codes. Fire sell next. The Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport, brought to you by Chase. There is no positivity like day one positivity. Jay, Jets, day one of trading camp. And here we go. The stories are already out. Aaron Rodgers is different. Alan Lazard says he's reaching new players and young players with open arms. And Rodgers is saying, this is not just a one-year thing, it's different. Quote, it's not just a one-year thing. Quote, it's different. And quote, I feel like I've grown a lot over the years. I would say maybe earlier in my career, I was a little more easily angered. I feel like I'm a little less triggered as I get older. Bill Plaschke, buy or sell a new Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. I'm buying this. I can't buy it enough, and I know it's going to sound crazy, but I remember hearing the same sorts of things 
from Peyton Manning when he went to Denver and from Tom mm. Brady when he went to Tampa. Mm, okay. They left their, their old, old went to new environments, new places. They became embraceable. They became, they became accessible. They became like coaches. This feels like the same so thing. So you think a new job and you have a fresh look at the world. How many new jobs have you had, Bill Plaschke? You've been with the LA Times. <laughs> 37 years. <laughs> I'm giving you points for that. That's, that's great consistency. Tim Kalisha. Yeah, I've only been at the morning news 34 years. So Good I for you guys. Yeah. I would say this. I would say this. I, I agree with everything Plasky said. I hate to hate to even start there, but I, 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 I fall <laughs> for this stuff sometimes. But I don't think it's really falling for it. The Jets were 7-4 and four last year before it fell apart. They, a quarterback would have made a little difference down the stretch. They had the offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. The players are there. This is a new Rodgers. I like this. A new Rodgers, David Dennis Jr.? I just want to say for the record, I've been alive as a human for 37 years. So shout out to you guys for keeping jobs for as long as I've been, <laughs> been around. But the reason that Bill, this sounds familiar, this sounds like what other quarterbacks have said to Bill, because that's what everybody says. It's the first day of training camp. Oh, everything is so positive. It's so great. I love my new team. Okay. This is what you say. Aaron Rodgers is going to be the same curmudgeon conspiracy theorist. Aaron Rodgers is going to throw 4,000 yards just like he does every other year, no matter what he says in the first uh, I've been at ESPN for nine years, which should count as much as these dudes, because this, this is on ESPN right now, so I feel like I should get like triple or uh, however you want to do it. But I, uh, I want to buy this from Aaron Rodgers. Who among us? Maybe not Tim, maybe not Bill. Who among us hasn't hated their job, got their new job, and just loved it way more and had a new lease on life? Okay. And that's possibly happened with Aaron Rodgers. And he's going to need that new lease on life. He's going to need that patience with the new players because this team hasn't made the playoffs in 12 mm -hmm. years. Even the mm -hmm. Browns have done mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Fire Cell 2, another story from SEC Media Day. Yesterday we, we had Alabama needing some uh, yummy rat poison. Today, Lane Kiffin ripping NIL. And I'm not saying I was the only one saying, I'm like, whoa, this is a disaster coming because you just legalized cheating. And you just told donors they can pay the players. It's really for your name, image, likeness, for your marketing. Again, that's not what happened. That's not what's happening. They're getting paid to go to school. So it's pay for play. Tim Kalashov, buy or sell Kiffin there? I'm buying, I, I'm riding shotgun with Lane Kiffin, which looks like it might be a lot of fun, by the way. Uh, I am buying everything he's throwing out there. And he didn't say it's the end of the world, and he acknowledged he's getting players. But this is not the idea of, hey, if you're successful in what you do in college, you should get paid for it. These are high school kids, some of them getting six-figure deals because they're going to a particular school because those schools and those boosters have the money to throw at them. Okay, it's so legalized cheating. So you do believe it's legalized cheating because, once again, absolutely. I mean, in theory, yeah, thing, it was about you're a great sure. player. Your jersey's going to be sold. You're going to get the, right. rewarded for that because people are buying your jersey. Yeah. Now it's different Way in, in practice in that you're just getting money to commit to the school. Okay. Absolutely. David Dennis Jr., how do you hear it? Well, first, shout out to Lane Kiffin for doing a press conference in the middle of uh, filming season three of White Lotus. Good for him. But to quote <laughs> Big Boy from ATL, I know that's not who I think it is. Good message, wrong person. Lane Kiffin is describing a world where athletes get to act like Lane Kiffin. This guy's had six mm. different jobs in 16 years, and he's the one that gets to move around however he feels like it. And last year, he was negotiating for a job at a different school while he was ending this season with this other, other team. So this is Lane Kiffin being the wrong messenger, telling a story that a lot of people may agree with. 
Martendi Johnson. He might be the wrong messenger, David, but I'm not killing the messenger on this. He is right. The, the professionalization of sports, which might be the problem of coaches like him getting $7 million a year, uh, it's bad for sports. There's no rivalries, really. I can't tell you what quarterback is on what team because he transferred two times before he yeah. got to his last stop. I want better for college football, and all this money isn't making it any better. Mm. And Bill Plasky. Martins, I, I don't agree with you. It's great for sports. College football's never been bigger. It's never been more interesting. There's more parity. TCU gets in the final game. It's tremendous for sports. It is pay for play. And yeah, Lane Kiff is not the one to be talking about. The Grove Collective pays 165 Ole Miss athletes, including Lane Kiff. Bill, you, you celebrated TCU getting into the title game. And Tim, you laughed. What were you, what were you oh, here you're going to say it. Well, I mean, and I like Sunny Dice and the Frogs. Getting into that game wasn't. Great no, it wasn't. If we remember the last final score there. of that game, it's yes, Bill Plaschke. 65. Yeah, you, you may be making oh, a great argument. You used the wrong example. You used the wrong example to make the great argument. That's how Kalashaw passes Plaschke. How did I lose this? How did... Tim, oh. David, showdown next. <laughs> did now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Washington football. Part owner Magic Johnson. Yes, Magic Johnson is part of Josh Harris's ownership group. On the Today Show today, indicating that everything is on the table when he said, quote, everything is on the table, end quote, about a potential team name change. A rebrand. Tim, this would be a re-re-rebrand. Are you on board with it? I am all for this, Tony. New name, new team colors, and most important to every fan there, a new football stadium. Nobody likes going to that place. Let's get a new, let's get a new facility. David Dennis Jr. Do you even actually need a rebrand? Getting rid of Dan Snyder is the rebrand. When Senator Palpatine gets thrown off the bridge, don't rebrand the Empire. The Empire gets rebranded automatically. Well, that is a pretty winnable argument from David Dennis. I was all for a new name like Tim was, and a new, new, but that's pretty good. We'll move on. British Open, among the highlights so far, Crystal Lamprecht. He was a leader in round one. He's an amateur. Look at his swing. He's 6'8". He has to bend the knee to get through because the tour won't allow a shaft that's, that's low enough for him. Also, Victor Hovland pooped on by a bird in his round. But the news of the day in round two, American Brian Harmon had a great day, 10 under, 
exactly where he wants to be at Royal Liverpool in the lead. Take away from the Open, Dave. I know it's generally too early to say who's going to win, but you can lock it in. Hovland got pooped on by a bird. That is good luck. That is more rare than a home, home, uh, a hole in one. Sorry, this is a guaranteed victory. Mm -hmm. I think Fleetwood will still make a run at Harmon over the weekend, but my main takeaway is that that is a great course uh, for TV. That finish. <laughs> Par fives at 15 and 18. That's short mm -hmm, par three mm -hmm. at 17. It's going to be great. No, David, you don't have to take back a hole in one. It's a hole in one for the bird on top of yeah. Victor Hovland. All right. You take the FaceTime, GD. If you've been watching a lot of amateur basketball things on social media, on Instagram, there is a new trend percolating, which is people playing pickup ball in these leagues with eight and a half foot goals. It seems yeah. like something for a bunch of losers yeah. who can't dunk on regular goals. I'm a loser who can't dunk exactly. on regular goals. Sign me up. <laughs> Let me do this. I will be Wimbenyama at the LA Fitness. I, I invented this back in 94. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, really? Tony okay. Bennett, you went from rags to riches. Now rest in peace.